welcome to another episode of the Toy Lines Podcast. We're back. We took a little break, actually. A little sabbatical. Yep. A little, little hiatus. Yep. We're recharged. And let's face it, it's going to be a crazy show today. Crazy. Crazy. Tommy might throw fish around the room. We don't know. This type of crazy, <laughs> Ian. Look at that. This is the... Uh, that's crazy. This is not how you know when they've run out of options of, of making a... Um, She's articulated. We'll just leave it at that. Well, didn't you say it also has something else? An, a second set? Swappable so chest. Swappable. Right. That's the word I was thinking of. So that's when you know they run out of things to swap on a toy. Now they're going for that. This is the Loose Collector Executive Replica based on the Coffin Comics. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Coffin Comics, you remember Brian Polito? Yes. Lady Death. Uh, this is his character. Did he do Evil Ernie? He did. Okay. I think he sold it, actually. Oh, really? Evil Ernie? Yeah, when, when he filed for bankruptcy. Oh, no. You know what? I think he kept Evil Ernie, but he lost that smiley face. Oh, yeah. The button. You swear. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But, yeah. This... As you can tell, we're very excited about how wild and crazy this episode's going to be. Two wild and crazy guys. Just kidding. So how you doing? I am doing good. I am good. well, f- obviously well fed, as you can tell. Um, just, you know, trying to catch up on all the news. A lot of stuff's been coming out. Yes. Um, movie news, toy news. Um, He-Man news. He-Man news. It's uh, it's. It's, you know, very difficult to keep up. Night and day, we've been working, folks. Um, what about you? Yeah, just trying to stay on top of my game. It's, uh, disappeared for a while. but It's a tough gig. We're you know, back. We're back. Uh, you know, um, Got some guests coming up. Some very interesting guests. Yeah. Um, Marketeer Radio is on uh, hiatus for the summer. Season one's over. So wow! Congrats. Forward, yeah. Well, look forward to season two. I it's going to start off the season with a special guest. Um, so stick around. I was maybe thinking of doing a recap of like this the season if you'd like to be involved. Nice. Um, yeah, go definitely. over kind of thing. But yeah, it's um, what I've learned from podcasting solo. It's a lot of work. It's mm. like you know this what we do now is is e- not that it's easy because you know you got to all that stuff but this is when you have something to speak to it's it's so much easier when you're talking to yourself it's you feel crazy solo uh, is difficult it really I, and some people have such a great uh i don't want it's not a personality I mean, maybe it is they they a just presence they just yeah they just do it so well it really feels like they're talking to you Right. And uh, it's uh, they're, maybe they're born with that, or maybe they just developed it. Maybe both. Uh, it's something I need to work on. But um, yeah, that's why people of Eternia. I always have somebody on. Very, very rarely am I going to be on by myself. I mean, yeah. I just, I just don't have that personality where I could just sit, sit around and talk all day. It's it really is tough. Um, and you, you know, yeah. So, uh, but. You know, so yeah, season two, and um, nice. 
Well, but, we're looking forward to it. So. Thank you. And uh, convention season is getting back. You know, things are starting up again. New York Comic Con tickets are coming up on sale. So for October, so they'll be doing October. And, and you know, that should be interesting um, with the mask mandate lifted um, and, and people being vaccinated. Hopefully, ho- hopefully, hopefully we'll be getting back to um, a con presence. Uh, I and, and, and pray that we'll have our toy fair next year, um, which I think is a good chance if they're doing Comic-Con. Um, Neil. You know, it's uh, thankfully well, we're coming. I have PowerCon this September. There you go. I'm all set. Just got my plane ticket. I'm just ready to go see some old friends. Make some see, new ones. See right. some new things. Yeah, hopefully. And hopefully. so when does uh, He-Man come for Netflix? July 23rd. Oh, so, so there'll probably be a lot of, um, not promoting, but uh, talk about the show. Oh, definitely. I wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, it's the whole con? Possibly, or, you know, they have a, a panel. Yeah. You know, so. so, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to life getting back together, or back to normal. Yeah, yeah. So what do we got today, Tom? Yo, Joe! So Joe June, I believe it was called, on Hasbro Post. Yep. First fan first Friday had a yojo, but it's so funny. Like I'm not, I don't mean to criticize, but some of the guys from Hasbro, they like I remember the one, the previous one from this one. They were just like, "Yo, Joe." It's a that's a yo a tough, Joe. It's a tough thing to scream out if you if you're not a dedicated fan. Yeah, really but this is the this. brand manager. Oh, well, you know, yeah, give, give the Joe fans credit. You know they what? That out. That's you know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I'm the last person because I mean we're on our podcast and this is the energy I have right now. Unfortunately, you know, so I just I just found it funny. Like like you know, if you're the brand manager, be like, yeah. Yo, Joe, look, look, we got Roadblock. He's coming. <laughs> yo, bleeping him out when he's saying Yo, Joe. Yo, bleeping Joe. You know, right. So, that's right. Fan First Friday just passed for G.I. Joe fans. And they announced Heavy Artillery Roadblock. And that it is. It's far. It's such a difference from when I was collecting G.I. Joe's. Or I was, I was more, more playing with my G.I. Joe's than collecting. But as a kid, the difference in to- and figure and sculpt and... Oh, yeah. We're and and G.I. Joe's are very... Um, we're in a brand new era of action figure, my friend. Yeah. I mean, they were uh, was, was, um, they were very articulate for back then compared to, like, your Star Wars or something. But, um, you know, this is just incredible. This Black Series G.I. Joe is essentially what it is. Right, yeah. I mean, just you look at his knees, you look at his arms. Not only is there the muscle. There's a new head sculpt on this particular roadblock. Incredible. He, it's weird that he lost the tattoos from the previous release, but. Interesting. Maybe they're trying to. I don't know why, actually. Yeah, I mean, uh, this this particular roadblock looks more military to me. Very military. Yeah. I I prefer the one that came out of GI Joe the movie, the animated one, where he's in that green vest. Is roadblock Marine? Or am I thinking of somebody else? No, you're thinking of somebody else. Okay. I think he's army. Mm. I could be wrong though. 
And then uh, Roadblock is an Amazon exclusive. Uh, exclusives again. Yep. The evil E word. But some other cool stuff came out. Commando Snake Eyes. Wait. There you go. Did you see the trailer for Snake Eyes? I did. I will not be seeing it. Why not? Snake Eyes shouldn't talk. Larry Hama specifically said, this is a mistake. Did he really? Yes. You should not be doing this. Snake Eyes does not talk. He should never be unmasked. Does the character not talk? Is he mute? Was he hurt as a child or somehow like he he lost the ability to talk or... Do we know, or is it just she just doesn't talk? I have no idea. I'm silence. not into GI Joe lore. My my GI Joe knowledge is from the Sunbow animation. That's it's very it. interesting though that that Larry Hammond was he he did a lot of the writing, didn't he, for the comics? He did all of the writing. All right, so it's very interesting that he even wrote up the card backs on the action figures. That's cool. I mean, I mean. Shy of you know actually molding the plastic, Larry Hammond was an integral part of GI Joe. It's interesting. I, I thought the trailer looked cool, um, and I didn't realize there were other characters. I know Storm Shadows in it. Um, I didn't know there were other Joes in it. Um, I think re- really what you want to see is just Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, pretty much. And I want to see the Wolf, but um, there he is. But I think like if. You can do a movie with him of not talking. It's, it's just, you know, um, like William Stout was saying at one time about uh, they wanted to do the dinosaur movie without the dinosaurs talking. Right. And, and if you do a well enough story, it is possible. But I, I, I guess they decided to go the opposite route. Um, I think it looks cool. I'm going to just go. I, I do want to see it. I'll probably, you know, see it at home. Mm. But, uh, but that's like George Lucas saying... You know, don't don't see this movie. <laughs> like it's just cool. pretty much. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm paraphrasing. I you know, but he 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 wasn't a hundred percent with a solo Snake Eyes movie. Interesting. But that's not to say if you you know if you want to go see it, God bless, see enjoy. It. Right. We have that yeah. freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Now that we're on the topic, we'll we'll get back to J. Joe in a second. But I'm kind of burnt out on all the stuff that's coming out, just because we've been disappointed so many times in movies right or toys or movies, everything. movies, just just pop culture in general. I mean, a few years ago they came out with Out of the Shadows, the Ninja Turtle movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Had everything. Had Krang, the Technodrome, the Turtles, and yet they somehow found a way to ruin it. You know, just not maybe not so much ruined, but it was not as exciting as it should have been. You know, so no. I mean, I mean, well, let's face it, Krang and the Technodrome—they were only on screen what maybe five minutes. It's usually how it goes too. But let's—you I mean, think about it. Why is that? happening is it because you have a studio executive who doesn't know anything about it he doesn't and you and you're not hiring a writer who is they're, a fan of it they're corporate people doing at this moment corporate characters you know and i have it on good faith someone told me they were in a boardroom meeting i think i mentioned this once before 
they were talking to a Ninja Turtles team, and I'd say maybe half of them didn't even know what the Ninja Turtles' names were. That's pretty sad. These are the people that are running your favorite IP. And I say IP very loosely, but that's how they see them. They don't see them as well, they characters. Do. I mean, they see them as IP. It's a bunch of dollar signs. I mean, you could also say the same how Disney views Star Wars. How um, Disney views everything. And, yeah, I mean, and believe it or not, we have some... It's a rumor at this moment, but it's a pretty good rumor. Like, I... I wouldn't be surprised if this happened. Oh, we'll talk about it later on. But. Okay, because I don't even know what you're talking about. So. Well, let's just say Mickey. All right, I'll tell you right now. Let's just, just do it. Mickey Mouse, or the Disney Company, they have their eye on a certain studio that just merged with AT&T to control Warner Brothers. Mickey wants to buy Discovery. Discovery bought Warner Brothers? They merged. They merged. But AT&T. Correct. So, so Discovery, Discovery, if I know this correctly, Discovery is now in charge of Warner Brothers. Interesting. Yeah. And Mickey's looking to purchase Discovery. So in the long run of things, if they purchase... Mickey's going to own DC. They're going to own... Own DC, but will they own Warner Brothers as well? Yes. Yeah, they're, so, they're taking so, all of it. So they're taking Looney Tunes, everything. Here's a. Here's you know, a, it, it's here, funny you mentioned Looney Tunes too, because I I was just interested in the comic book aspect of it. Well, this it, it's a big thing when you think about it, because Warner Brothers, not only do, will they have DC, will they have Looney Tunes? They'll have. I believe the Wizard of Oz, uh, MGM, and well, they—that's they Amazon s- now. No, they didn't. I think they sold the rights to that when Turner bought it, and Warner Brothers kept it. Oh, okay. I'm a little bit not 100 percent sure on on this, but I, I think Warner Brothers still owns that MGM. I think at one point did, but I but I think it's the WB. Um, but not only that, I mean, you're looking at a slew of movies that, you know, that are on oh, yeah. um, HBO Max right now. They're yeah. going to be like going over there. There's also a ton of Tim Burton movies that are going to be going that way. Uh, Be- uh, Beetlejuice, I believe, or was that Sony? But I mean, in any case, it's going to be a. I mean, if that does ha- occur, it, it's it's going to be an interesting time to say the least. I mean, uh, really- I'll tell you what. I'm going to tell you one thing that could happen. Let's just say this happens. You are having, with the exception of Spielberg saying yes or no, you have a better chance of getting a Roger Rabbit sequel and seeing the Looney Tunes characters involved. Um, because back when they made the movie in 88 or 87, when it was filmed, at least in 88, they didn't have to pay as much for the rights. The movie was very successful. You try to make that movie now, there's no way. You know, they're going to want. Oh no! It Rogers tied up in so many rights issues right now. Well, that's yes, yeah, Spielberg and Amblin. You know, whenever yeah. they want to put something out, I believe Spielberg has to okay it, and that's been one of the issues with uh, why we haven't seen much of movies or even the shorts anymore, which which is a shame because they were pretty good. The yeah. Yeah. But that's an interesting. I did not hear that. So that's a very very 
Yeah. Uh, entertainment. Also, next five years, entertainment's going to look very different. Yeah. The mouse. If that goes through. Rabbits. I still think they should buy the turtles, personally. They should have. Nickelodeon doesn't know what to do. Um, well, I don't know yet, but I'll put it to you this way. They did give them permission to make the last Ronin. As what? An animated? No, no, just to make the book. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. speaking of turtles, sorry, Joes. Did you What's see up? this? I. This is the scribblings from Seth Rogen. Apparently, it comes from Leonardo, the Ninja Turtle. Okay, so their I, release date is August eleventh, twenty twenty-three. Correct. Some of this, so it's interesting. Some of this, I think Donnie should be talking about, like the types of mutation. I mean, the honor, loyalty, discipline—that totally makes sense for Leonardo. The way the T-M-N-T-E, which is actually kind of cool. It looks like the periodic table. Mm-hmm. That's something I could see Donatello doing. And the ooze and that kind of stuff. But this is very interesting. Uh, yeah, so that's our little he's, and if you look, of the new turtle. Science under mm-hmm. the dates in the top right corner. And uh, Leo's not well, This science. is all teenager. He, he even said it that they're going to focus more on the teenage aspect movie. of them, right? Right. Which is interesting, you know, like, what does a teenage turtle think about? And uh, I think, like, any teen, it's your um, your family. If you're adopted, I'm sure you're thinking about your birth parents and stuff like that. So angst and all that kind of stuff, they go that way. That's that's pretty interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a def- definitely a new direction because it's always in the title. But, you know, teenage was entitled. Well, I think they hinted on it a little in the previous movies. You know, yeah. always wanting to go out in the public and all yeah, stuff. not being able to. Right. However, back to G.I. Joe. Yo, uh, Joe. So we got roadblock. We have artillery, heavy artillery roadblock. Looks like a Gatlin gun. Updated sculpt, new head, serious machine gun. Yeah, he he's got that giant accessory and and his pistol. Some just for his just some for his holster. Yeah, we have Commando Snake Eyes. He's gonna be the hot one with the new head. Yep. I'll tell you, when I was a kid, everybody loved Snake Eyes in Storm Shadow. Um, really, I I, yeah. I was always a Duke fan. Duke Flint, he was cool. I always liked Dusty. He had that cool little flap underneath his helmet. And then Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, the man. But he's part of the valve or snow. When valve. when he had that um, I forgot what they were called. Commander? No, I have no idea. He he had that small band of uh, troops. Yeah. In the movie, my favorite one was the one that uh, that betrayed Cobra. He's got a Cobra with a, a slash through it. He was my favorite one. Then uh, he had an ex football player and a and a circus guy. Well, you know, circus. You never know when you're gonna need a lion tamer. That's quite some some. Uh, I think he was yeah. in the knives. I think. Yeah, throw was, a knife. All right, so that's kind of yeah. makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. All right, we're just rattling on. Yeah. So Timberwolf, I was excited to see this. I love that his legs are posable. There, uh, he's articulated. He's got articulated mane. He's got 
all his arms or paws are articulated. Yeah, and legs. he comes with a second head. How badass is that? When he's yeah. not angry. Look at I, that cute little puppy. He's beautiful. You know, what's interesting is the poor, poor, poor boy. He's got those scars by his eye and his, and his muzzle. Yeah. Um, but it's. I already have my wife working on the custom. Really? I was going to yeah. say, this is like, I would want this one figure. Um, with the, with the wolf, because I love wolves uh, and I love dogs, and which are descendants of wolves, and uh, I do like snake eyes. So it's really, real. This is really nice looking. Yeah, it's gorgeous. They've also said that Cobra Island figures will be reissued. Target exclusives. Sorry, Joe's. <laughs> uh, it will come with Baroness and Coil, Roadblock, Beachhead, and a Cobra Trooper. And then, also, Major Blood. He's interesting looking. Has recently been released. And he sold out in 15 minutes on... Uh, he's a premium Pulse subscribers. He's pretty cool looking. Yeah. Oops, sorry. Oh, sorry. Wow, I've got the motorcycle. I would love to see him with that helmet on. There it is. Thank you. There it is. It's like, I ask and I receive. Um... Yeah, that's that's like taking the '80s figure and putting it into the year 2021. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what the whole look at the poses. Like he's got the one arm up. The way he's pulling the gun out of the holster, Mm -hmm. very well posed. Yeah, I like I like this one. This shot, that's a good shot. I I would say now here's something interesting about this line, especially with uh, Major Blood. The artwork on the box is reminiscent of what they used to do on Masters back in the 80s. So, that, so what do you mean? Like that painted, like a, painted, wow. like beautiful pictures on They're the putting, box. So it really is artwork in a way. Correct. That's interesting. You know, it's very eye-catching. So Hasbro, Hasbro's on the right track. They're just not there yet. See, that would make me as an adult have more difficulty in opening the toy because so I wouldn't want to tear the art yeah and that's why people buy too that's why yeah but at the, what are these priced at are these semi-decent priced they're varied uh, okay so it, it would depend on the figure then if you'd want you know to open to get two to you know one to open or not right but, um, but yeah I remember you know back in the 90s that's what you did you bought two mostly two of everything so you can open one keep one in the box. Oh yeah, back in the nineties. Well, let's see. Uh, artillery roadblocks twenty two ninety nine. Okay. Major blood twenty two ninety nine. So most of these are twenty two ninety nine. It's 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 a little pricey, but it's still a decent price. Well, you know, it, plastic, I mean, plastics like, going up. Everything's going up. Yeah, right now. I, I I guess I'm just thinking in the way of like, it's 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 a toy, but like. It, uh, it, you know, you're a grown adult collecting. You have your collecting budget, so you can afford it. But um, it's it's still a decent price. It's not like eighty or ninety, you know, which you're like what? But it's uh, I, I guess I still think of the old days when we were kids and to- how toys were priced. Which if I had a DeLorean, I can go back in time yeah, to get those toys. Nowhere uh, near. Crazy. I mean, honestly, that's why. You hardly see any like vehicles or like I'm surprised Masters released the Castle Grayskull for. A I actually, 
are we I have a question for you, but are we done with GI Joe yet or no? So I don't want to interrupt the flow again. Uh yeah. Okay. So I was in Target. All I see are He Man, Skeletor, Battle Cat, and Panther. Yep. Are there any other figures right now? Do they make any more? And I'm there's, a, being, there's a slew of them. I mean, I'm being serious because I don't see any other figures. And I'm yeah. like, where are they? Well, according to Mattel, it's due to Target not buying enough and the distribution. Buying enough of the other figures? or <clears throat> Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. I mean, I get you'd want He-Man and Skeletor. I mean, if you're lucky, you'll see maybe like. Know, classics ninja but right now that they've opened everything up right. i've been getting all my origins figures from big bad toy store okay yeah because you know what no i'm not even i was gonna buy them i was just like why is this this and and these pegs were stacked you know oh the, yeah they're full the boxes for the cats were right to the edge of the shelf i'm like you gotta be kidding me well here's the problem i and it's a it's a popular theory. It's not just mine, but kids aren't buying Origins figures. But adult are, adult collectors yeah. are buying Origins well, yeah. figures, putting their their cute little kid in front of them. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe it's a great bonding experience. Maybe you know they're actually playing with it, but I don't think a kid by himself is going to be like, I want that. Yeah, you, you know, it's even a. The last couple of times at Target, I've checked to see if they had the Mego Rocketeer, and they haven't had that. And I know it's been available in Target, but like Target's, Target's horrible. It is. What happened? All of I, a sudden, it's horrible. They just don't care. That uh, that's it's like really our only choice. Are that in Walmart, like brick and mortar stores? Unless you go to our comic shop, and it's just like, yeah, I just want toys. Yeah, yeah, not anymore. No, oh. I mean I can't even find these guys. What? So what's that? These are the Motu minis. The um, they're basically He-Man just miniaturized. Right. Who, who puts them out? Is it Mattel? Mattel. Or, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Originally created by the Four Horsemen. Okay. Yeah. So even a place like Hot Topics doesn't have that. No, Hot Topics is just like pops. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Good point. So here's some more uh, figures. Hopefully, we'll find oh. Wolverine villain five pack. It's not bad. I'll be honest with you. Like I was really excited to see this gentleman, so Cyber. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think the last time there was a Cyber figure, it was like back in the like late nineties. Very, I love the colors. Very articulated. Yeah, that blue is very popping. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love the robotic arms on them. For you hardcore comic fans, here's Mastermind, and not one head, but two. That's a better head. It's the other one looks like Ichabod Crane. This one. Yeah, well, very sickly Ichabod Crane. <laughs> it looks kind of like a pirate. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. This looks Here. like a British Royal Navy man. Yeah, a Hellfire a Club member. <laughs> and then here is also... I'm just going out on a limb. I'm just going to call him Jim Lee Omega Red. <laughs> because accurate colors, you know, two heads. 
I mean, this does look like the Jim Lee rendition. Okay. And then here was the surprise. This is Lady Deathstrike, was it? No, this is Callisto. Who's that? She's a Morlock. A Mor oh, the Morlocks, the, the dudes on the ground, right? Correct. Right. The underground mutants, yep. Ah. Yeah, she came out of nowhere. But Butterfly knife there. Here's something interesting, though. Why a topless Wolverine? That's a good question. You know what I've like, noticed? I, I get it, and I understand. I mean, you can do a lot of interesting things, but I'm just... Here's the interesting thing about this. Just I noticed this on Roadblock, I, and, and it popped out at me again. The neck... The traps, the trap you know, on the muscles, the shoulders are very mm -hmm. built up. Yeah, um, it's so different from a, a normal, not a normal toy, but like a different another toy. Mm -hmm. It's almost to the point where it's like throwing my uh, throw. It, it's too eye catching, is what I'm saying. It almost takes me out of the moment of looking at the toy. It's like, damn, his traps are huge. This guy is <laughs> built. Um, but that's the second time I noticed it today, uh, and we were just talking about toys, and it's uh, maybe that's the new way they're going with sculpting is is a believable uh, built physique, perhaps. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. I'm like I said, I'm a guy that's into armor, and and surprisingly enough, being a He-Man fan, you know, yeah, sure. I, he he's got to have good traps too, He-Man. But I mean, he should, yeah, they're decent. His pecs, his pecs are great. I heard. See, that's a. I like that because it's not like throwing my, like, just boom. You know, like your vision's not going in one place. You're, you're able to appreciate Trying the detail the of the of the whole toy. Um, so yeah, dude is built. Yeah. See, that's the He-Man they should be making. They have this like smiling, revelations He-Man. Very happy. He is, but I mean, I mean, look at this guy. This guy is ready for action. He's got that, like a horse pose at the horse rearing. I like how Batacat looks, like rearing up like that. His paws are massive, and he's got his sword raised. So, like, yeah, he's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. And that this, is the this is He Man. And so that's that's the battle armor symbol. On him. Is that correct? Correct. All right. Which yeah, they're. Not, uh, they're I know there's people. There's a debate amongst fans. I I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I don't mind it. Actually, yeah. um, it almost looks like an H. The great Joe Amato was actually on an episode of People of Eternia, and he actually convinced me why this is a better symbol than the cross. Oh, and, and for those who didn't hear, why? Can you paraphrase? Yeah, pretty much. He was like, you can see the Batman symbol and know that's Batman. You can see the Superman S, know that's Superman. You can even see Spider-Man symbol and automatically think Spider-Man. Mm. You see the iron, you see the cross. You don't think of He-Man. You don't think of He-Man. Interesting. The battle armor symbol, you can actually associate that with He-Man. Right. So Almost. I was like, that, that makes a lot of sense. That's a very good point. Um, yeah. And that is true. Every superhero pretty much has that symbol that, uh, you know, even Deadpool, you know, he's got that little logo, whatever that thing is. Oh, with um, his eyes. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, it, it, that's a very good point. Yeah. 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 He, and then, uh, he was nice enough. He, he's an artist and a customizer, very talented person. 
he sent me a picture afterwards of He-Man and Filmation with the symbol on uh, on his harness. And I was like, yeah, I guess that could work. Yeah, yeah. So so he changed my mind about that because for years I was always you know hardcore. I was like, this is how Mattel wanted it. And, but, you know, they're trying to back away with it. It's but at the same time, at the same time, they're not 100% away from it because yeah. you still, you still have... have yeah, right. we still have this well, one, the and then we and then the the Christmas kit that's coming out soon, the Advent calendar, comes with a He Man action figure, but the He Man action figure has the cross. So here's you just said something interesting. Um, you said it's the way Mattel intended it, and right um, when you think about a toy line or even a character, uh, Batman, for instance. From creation up until present day, it goes through many shifts and changes, and some for the better, some for the worse. But um, it's just it's just interesting wording, you know, like it's the way Mattel intended it. That um, I guess you know. The, uh, well, I I'm have, always I have uh, a point, but I'm not getting it out properly. <laughs> I'm always at the point where it's always what the original creator intended. Now, maybe, down the line, that's... if down the line he wants to change that, great. I may go with it. I may not. Right. But originally, that's how he envisioned, he or she envisioned it. And you know, why are you gonna, why are you gonna reinvent the wheel? But is my he, is my point. He man has multiple creators in a way. He does. Right. So it's, maybe it's tough to. Pick that one. I don't know. Well, I mean, there's a um, a lot of people are going to argue with me about this comparison, but He-Man was originally supposed to be fem- uh, male Barbie. You know, he that tall? Be, was he, he can, that tall? Yeah, he was going to be a spaceman. He was going to be uh, really uh, army guy. He was going to be you so know the barbarian. He was just going to be a cooler Ken. I, I, well, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. You know, well, when Roger Sweet presented everything, you know, they're like, oh, all right, well, he could be whoever he wants. You know, you just swap out his clothes. Right. That was Roger Sweet's intention, but they were like, no, we want to pinpoint the barbarian one. He tested the best. Very interesting. I did not know that. So. That's in- That's really interesting. And you, and you imagine if they went the other way, what would have happened if the toy would have been as successful or not? Oh, yeah. Well, they have. I mean, think about it. Space He-Man is New Adventures. Right. You know, and then then they they circled back for the high-energy military attack nucleus. Basically, He-Man as uh, Army Soldier. Oh, with an, acronym, that, with an acronym. With an acronym. I yeah. can't believe I, I just said it all correctly. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah. Very interesting again. Now, Ian. Yes. Let's get crazy. Look at these women. So we got Fully articulated. 30, in, 30 points at least. Cool. So this is from Loose Collector and Executive Replica. Based on the Coffin Comics characters. Now, Lady Death already came out, and Loose Collector heard from the fans 
what they liked, and somehow what they didn't like. So Hell Witch, in her glory, has articulated hands now that go up and down because she has an energy sword that comes with it. Okay. So, Hell Witch comes with 29 points for articulation. She's 6 inches. Those wings are removable. I do like those wings, though. She has, almost like a gothic vampire gargoyle. Yeah. Uh, no, unfor- I'm, unfortunately, I'm more... I know who Lady Death is more than I know who Hell Witch is. She might right. be new. Because I don't right. remember her from the 90s. Mm. Uh, two clawed hands and removable wings. Now, here's something that's crazy. And this is why we're bringing it up. Because... We want to talk about breakthroughs. Not because we're just men. Swappable chest. That's crazy. Crazy. Uh, good lord. She looks like a heavy metal cover. Yeah. Yeah. So. That does. God bless her. <laughs> Especially now with uh, all the craziness with heavy metal magazine. Oh, boy. So if you're interested in purchasing Miss Hellwitch... You can log on to the new Coffin Comics website next week and pre-order her. Her energy sword looks like a uh, pissed-off green Luke, Luke lightsaber. Yeah. Reminds kind me of Spawn. Okay. I was, I was going to say it's kind of like Kylo Ren's, but green. But sure. <laughs> so now that we were talking about He-Man, Kevin Smith mentioned next week, or this coming week, we're going to see some more He-Man stuff from Netflix Geeked. And they're also going to be talking about the Sandman series from Netflix. So does that include um, a trailer by any chance or no? I'm hoping. Yeah, I would like to see that. Finally. Yeah. yeah that would be very cool. And now, since we're talking about He-Man and my minis, Mattel has announced Revelation minis, including Beast-Man. Oh, he's so weird looking. It's yeah. almost, it, it really looks like Cthulhu hanging from his chin. <laughs> I don't like this one at all. Go on. Fisto. It is pretty good. A two-pack with Stridor. That looks very nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I like these better than the Origins. Sorry, Mattel, but I, I already have a vintage. I'm sorry, who's putting these out? Mattel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never, sorry. Whiplash. Whose design I actually I really like. I like the robotic looking eye and the armor. Mm-hmm. That's might be my favorite rendition of Whiplash. Skelegod. Interesting. Yeah, I'm still on the fence. Wait, is this like Skeletor just souped up or something? Well, rumor has it that Skeletor somehow gets the power sword and has the power of Grey Skull in him instead of Adam. So it's kind of like the uh, Super Shredder from Turtles 2, but it's, it's <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. yeah, you just nailed it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly Interesting. what it is. So yeah, so... And, and, and if you look at his chest, it does look like the H. Or is that right. supposed to be the bat? Is that the bat? That, no, that's it, the H. Right, but Skeletor had the bat on the battle damage? No, his regular cross harness uh, had a bat. Um, Skeletor. Right? Yes. Who'd I say? Uh, you said he had a cross. Oh, yeah, yeah, the bone cross. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So 
I like oh, to think yeah. that bat was part of the evil horde symbol. Sure. Why you could, it could well not. his Skeletor was part of the evil horde. Why not? Interesting. And another great He-Man news. If you missed out on pledging on the original faking filmation Kickstarter, you still have time to get in on it to get a digital download, DVD, or Blu-ray. And if you pledge enough, you can get your name in the credits. That's very cool. Yep. And it was nice and coincidental. Our friend Rob McCallum, the Jane Rob show, came back for an episode recently. So if you're inclined, give him a shot. Uh, let's see. Okay. So we got some time. We can talk about this. So Ethan Van Skyver, Artist Supreme and Cyber Frog Master, has announced next month he will begin his Indiegogo campaign for the Cyber Frog action figures. First wave will include current Cyber Frog, 90s Cyber Frog, Heather Swain, now, I'm showing you this Heather Swain because this is her second alternate head, and I think it looks so much better in the ponytail. Don't know why, but that's just my opinion. Okay. And the evil Vis... Vispas, excuse me. <laughs> With articulated tail. I mean, Ethan put a lot of focus, a lot of like thought into these characters. I mean... That that rear stinger, fully articulated. That's pretty cool. Fully articulated. I've never read this comic, but I. Oh, Ian, you got to pick it up. It is so <laughs> funny. It's you know what it is. It's entertaining, which is what comics should be. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it. He's not giving you a lesson. He's just telling you, "Hey, I want to solve." The, you know the crime problem. You know, I'm an alien frog hybrid and this is my story you know mm-hmm. although the reboot i still have to get used to it kind of giving me a little bit of a you know apocalyptic end of the world vibe mm-hmm. but uh someday i'd like to speak to him about it so but here is cyber frog side by side with the 90s version on the left my favorite and the current version on the right Articulated, incredible. I mean, even his his toes are articulated. That's pretty cool. He's going to come with multiple heads. And if you sign up tomorrow, we're recording this on Sunday. So if you sign up for his list on Monday, seventh. June the 7th, you will receive a alternate hand. Just... Cyberfrog eating chicken. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Here's the here's his actual paint master. Now, I'm showing you this because here's what I love about it. Look at those gauntlets. You know, this frog is ready for action. He's got alternative heads right there. Mm. And Dale Keown just joined Ethan in creating some some artwork for Cyberfrog. Okay. So I'm really looking forward. I'm really looking forward to this 
action figure. I mean, I've wanted it for a while. And he came pretty close. He actually, he almost was part of uh, a Playmates line that oh, included Savage yeah. Dragon and the Jim Lee Ninja Turtles. Hmm. But that somehow fell through and never came to be. But he's rectifying that right now. So we're going to get some great looking action figures coming out of uh, all caps. Including his next... I mean, this is how far in advance he's thinking. This is Salamandroid, Cyberfrog's brother. Interesting. He's already in the process of being an action figure. Now, originally, I believe he was going to be a -a Build-A-Figure. But he didn't want to go that route. Because each of the Cyberfrog figures, are, he said, are probably going to retail about $40 Mm. per figure. And... You know, there will be stretch goals, which is nice. So, congratulations to Ethan. I'm really looking forward to it. And we will announce it here on Toy Lines when it goes live. So, originally he wanted to mimic Todd McFarlane with the Spawn campaign. So, Mm -hmm. he might still be doing that. So, congratulations to Ethan and uh, all caps. And speaking of McFarlane, he made a huge announcement. The Suicide Squad figures based on the upcoming movie coming out this August in theaters and on HBO Max. They will include Peacemaker, Bloodsport, Harley Quinn, Polka Dot Man, and the Build-A-Figure will be King Shark. Polka Dot Man. Yep. What does he do? I think he's suicidal or something. Okay. Yeah. I thought maybe he threw like colored dots or something. I don't know. I think he does actually. The remember when Wizard used to do like the lamest villain of the month? The was more, he one uh, of them? I don't know, but he should be because he just it just well, sounds. You know, Hey, you don't know who he is yet. I don't. I don't know anything about him, but like I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, this dude's got nothing but polka dots on. But I don't know. He he looked doom and gloom in the in the trailer. Well, that's the thing, you know. Like he can be the most ridiculous looking character, but if you have a good story, once again, you can take it and make it a great thing. Um, Exactly. So it's all you know. It's all in 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 the the writing. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this. And have you recently? Did you hear about the the list that got leaked? No, no. So apparently, McFarlane Toys somebody grabbed a hold of McFarlane's ideas for action figures, and threw it online. Now, Suicide Squad was on it. Also, there was some something about. The Batman and Robin movie figures. Don't know why. Wait, Batman and Robin? The, um, the Joe Schumacher? Yep. Really? Yep. Interesting. Uh, and the one with Val Kilmer. Okay. Um, I guess I just want to cover all the Bat movies. I'm I'm losing it. What was the name of the, Bat- um, the Val Kilmer one? Batman Forever? Forever. Thank you. Yeah. The, those figures are on the list with the Jim Carrey Riddler. Mm-hmm. 
Swamp Dark. Thing. Two Face. Yeah. Swamp okay. Thing. Yeah. There were. Yeah. There was. There was a couple of figures. But the detail he puts into his figures, he can make the Swamp Thing look pretty cool. Yes. That's yeah. what. Yeah, I think that's what Very we're all. Yeah. That's what we're all hoping for. Yeah. And really, uh, I just look at. I think a Swamp Thing, and if it's done poorly, he's gonna look like a Kenner Chewbacca, just green. When you really like, if you almost look at the way I'm picturing it, Swamp Thing right now, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking of that Chewbacca figure, I'm like, Man, you could probably paint that and a little customize it, make a make a Swamp Thing out of that. And I don't have that kind of talent, but I, I wish I did. Yeah, it's yeah, like that dude who made the He Man out of Ewoks. You know, that was, he painted the Ewoks to look like Skeletor. And, and oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That stuff is great. I got such a kick out of that. Uh, our friends over at Wob Studios, they're making a Ninja Turtles He-Man figure right now. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, once it's released, I'll, we'll talk more about that. looks very nice. Yeah. And our final news of the day. Well, Boss Fight is. Studios Paint Master Popeye. It's your boy, Tommy. Yep. It's really nice looking. It is nice looking. You sound However, like you have a, what's your complaint? You sound like you have one. What do I get? Not a complaint. Is it the not shirt? A complaint. Nope. Nope. Sure, it's fine. Um well, let me guess. Let me think. I prefer the Mesco version. Oh, okay. This really looks like the cartoon. It does. It does. It um, looks it looks great. The articulation looks nice, you know. Um, same stuff though, you know. Yeah, that's a good. Like point. if you look, if you look at the Mezco cartoon version, you know he's got the crushed can. He's yeah, got you the know pipe, the eye, the hat, the big arm. I mean, it, I I like it. I'm glad they're making it because, you know, Popeye is one of those legends that can Kids don't easily know about. yeah. He could be easily swept away, and I'm glad he's still around. Well, you know what? Yeah, because I was just thinking when you were talking, the kids don't know who Popeye is, and it would really be nice to see Popeye again. And I know that that movie was a possibility, but right, right. Um, Gendy Tartakovsky was was yeah making one, but honestly, it, it was just weird without the pipe. Well, you know, that's because of um, you know, like yeah, didn't want to pass on the idea of smoking or. It's the same thing with like the Bulldog Cafe and the Rocketeer Kid Show not having a pipe in its mouth. Um, because oh, the, yeah, so in the comic in the movie, the Bulldog Cafe has a pipe. Actually, Butch the Bulldog has a pipe. Okay. Um, and in the Kid Show, Butch the Bulldog does not, as does the Rocketeer. Um, the Bulldog Cafe is missing that, and I understand that for a kid show, and you know, I, I can understand that as well. But if you if you're making it for um, an adult collector market. I think you should have it. Definitely, yeah. Because the other one's spending the money on it, so like, right. they can decide if they want to smoke or not. They're a grown up. Um, do we have Here's time? A... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, oh no, so... I wanted to talk about these characters. What's this about? These are customs. Wow. This How is cool very is like last Ronin like. People want. Well, yeah, they're supposed to be your last Ronin. Interesting. People want. Last run of figures, NECA. Make it happen. I like the way Leo looks. Yeah. Yeah. I, although, I am kind of curious why he's using a Leo figure. When it was, when, you know, right, it's obviously right. Mikey, but. Right. Um, Maybe that's what he had available. 
I'm mm. trying to remember the gentleman that made these. I mean, oh, you can uh, gift Griff with a gift, all one word. When you look at so you look at Leo's gray pants, and it actually looks like almost sweatpants material. Like you oh can yeah, see, these are soft goods. You can see the fabric involved, and it's like, good lord, I must have put a lot of effort and work into this thing. Well, all right, here here's my wish list as far as last Ronin. I want a Mesco figure because I want the soft goods, and right. then I want a I want a like a, a very accurate NECA figure, like from the comics. Right. Issue three just came out, kids. Oh, did it really? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. How was it? I think Mikey's been sitting out on the sidelines too long. I think he needs to get back in his last Ronin garb and go be the last Ronin. How many issues? Five or six? Five. Okay, so you got two more issues. We got two more issues. Yep. Okay. It was a great story, though, and it introduced the last Ronin, maybe turtle tank yeah although it was it was uh it was sad seeing here you know what uh spoilers three two one just just 10 seconds i'm gonna say it so just skip over it it was sad seeing leonardo die uh, with casey oh you would yeah. think it would be raf but okay well raf died in the oh that's true. i'm sorry thank you Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then I am going to be sad seeing uh, Donnie and Splinter go in the next issue. I don't know. I think I think Leo should have went out in a blaze of glory and said the way he did. But that's just me. But didn't Raph do that sort of? Yeah. I Although guess. lately I've been rereading them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Raph, Raph could have. Do you reread them? You're right before the new issue comes out, so it's fresh in your mind? Yes. Very nice. That's, that's hardcore. I'd probably do the same thing. It, it's a great story. Yeah. I just, I, it's starting to get a little monotonous now. Because, I mean, Mikey's been injured and in, in bed, and for the past, you know, these past two issues, that's all we've seen, just him walking around. So, Wait, we need to. Uh, I, mean, I want to see more Last Ronin stuff now. And that's probably what's going to happen because you got to, in your in your structure, the second act is kind of, you know, yeah. And by but the third act, it starts picking up. Yeah. So most likely, it'll part probably start happening. Yeah, yeah. I think in the next issue, they they release pages of him back in action. So, do we have time to show Solomon Kane? Yeah, you have pictures. Yeah, I sent them to you. Oh, though, yeah, I don't have those. Right, don't up. Just yeah, we'll, that yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, that's fine. And so, um, did you hear Paul Bettany no longer under uh, Marvel contract? Really? Yep, he's all done. I mean, they could I mean, hire. that's not to say we'll, we're never going to see yeah. Vision again, but. I, well, if they do a sequel or a second season of. Vision and Scarlet Witch, they'll have to work something out, but you know, maybe he's not. You really think he'll do a second season? I we got the movie coming out. Oh, yeah, 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 maybe after. Maybe you know, it's who knows really what direction they're going in, to be honest with you. With with, with the next whole phase, I I've really haven't been paying attention much to the phase after. Uh, I mean, I watch the shows, but I'm not, I'm not really as, um, 
Loki comes out this week. Yes, I mean I do want to see Loki. So it's like I'm saying I'm not really as into it as I was, but I, here I still want to watch that, and you know I still have an interest in some of the characters. So you know it's, uh, I just feel like what they accomplished from between Iron Man to Endgame mm-hmm. was like so huge. It's almost like how do you top that? That was just like such a giant thing that took so many years to create. Yeah, it's going to be. How do you do that and, and not copy yourself, you know, and do something even bigger and better? So I, I, I don't have the answer either. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, we were gone when the Eternals trailer hit. I didn't even watch it. Did you watch it? I saw it. Yeah. I, just, I, I don't know much about them, and I don't really want to. I don't even want to. Not, not really interested. You know, yeah, honest. that seems to I mean, I'll give it a shot. Marvel surprised us. You know, in the past, but uh, it was funny. Somebody said, somebody said that the tallest Eternal was like five foot six. <laughs> so I thought, I thought we do that. have um, this week starting filming uh, Indiana Jones five. Oh, um, okay. Which no, no um, plot has been leaked. There was one exterior photo of a set, which okay. was. Um, it just looked like a, an abandoned castle. I don't know where this plays in a movie. There was a script written at one point where he does go to Scotland, and he's in an old castle, and he, I think he battles a banshee or something. What like year that. is this now? That would be in the, it has to be... 70s, right? Uh, I would say 60s. Oh, okay. so, I, I'm thinking still Cold War. Hmm. I mean, well, the Cold War, yeah, probably the 60s. Um. I don't know anything about this movie. They just showed that thing that no plot has been released, not even right. like what the MacGuffin is. I, 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 I'm, I'm a little scared to be honest with you, because you know I love Indiana Jones, and it's just like, yeah, like I said, nowadays I'm just burnt out. If it happens, it happens, and then if not, yeah. it'll just be. In well, and then also, um, they released the image of uh, the new Batman or the Flash movie, the Bat logo. Right, but you said it was incorrect. Well, nothing. I'm not. Yeah. So let me. It's not so much incorrect. I mean, in in, in the 1989 Batman movie, the the bat logo almost had like a point to it at the tail, right. and this one is a regular bat symbol. So if this is Batman, how many years later? So in in Batman Returns, he does change the bat logo. You know, the suit has the regular look. So in that case. It, you know, it's accurate. I, I, I kind of thought he was going to be in the 89 outfit for some reason. That's just me. Um, Maybe he is. Who knows? But the um, Batman 89 comic is coming out soon. So that should be interesting. And it'll oh, be... Oh, that's a, right. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, I think uh, it's going to be... Superman 78. Is it going to be a online exclusive? Oh. I think. No, I don't think so. I know there's a... Um, I think it was Barnes & Noble had it okay. listed for the future as a graphic novel. There you go. So I was like, ooh. So, yeah, that looks pretty good. The artwork looks great. Yeah. So thank you to Brian Salvatore for our intro and outro music. If you're inclined, hashtag collectors helping collectors. We can't find this stuff anywhere, especially the Joes and and the Masters. You can't find Origins or Minis anywhere. So hashtag collectors helping collectors. Thank you to Scott Knightlick over at Spectre Creative. We're back on YouTube, and I want to throw a quick shout-out to our latest follower, Soundwave278. Thank you for joining. Thank I you. I hope we didn't disappoint you. 
toyspodcast at gmail.com if you want to join the conversation just email us although lately we have been discussing we may start doing live shows with you know taking your questions and stuff but we'll see what happens we're on all your favorite podcasting platforms please subscribe give us a rating or do both please enjoy our season one completion of rocketeer radio oh, wrong one. oh you had it right yeah, but I want the big one. Uh, there we go. There it is. Thank you. The Rocketeer yes. Radio. It was. Uh, it, it's essentially for those who have not heard it. It is a podcast dedicated to the Rocketeer movie and comic, honoring Dave Stevens and his legendary character. Um, family friendly, and we had a couple of cool, just incredible guests. Uh, which I think was really the highlight of doing this was getting to meet and and talk to um, William Stout and Dave Stevens' sister Jennifer. So that was a great episode. Yeah, they're, they're the nicest people. Uh, I'll tell you, um, Jennifer is so sweet, and I know she works hard on the Rocketeer Trust. So um, I look forward to things that are coming out and to season two, which will will be coming. Nice. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. And if you're a He-Man fan, please stick with us on People of Eternia on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Can you give us any hints of upcoming? Or not, you're on not a, right now. All right. Nope. So we'll have to keep tuning in. Yeah. we're we're. I know I keep saying we're working on some stuff, but it, it's going to be a good summer. Nice. wwwtoylines Oops, sorry. I knew I was going to mess that up. www.toy hyphenlines.com for all your toy news and uh, toy reviews. We just p- finished the brand new site, so excellent. Give it a give it a look. So thanks for joining us. I'm glad to be back. I'm Tom Romero. I'm Ian Westoff. Play with your toys. They missed you. Hi, I'm Marvelous Joe. And I'm his twin brother, Johnny DC. And together, we host the Dynamic Duel Podcast, a weekly show where we debate who has the superior characters between Marvel and DC, which we help prove through stat-based simulations of battles between your favorite Marvel and DC characters. We also review the latest Marvel and DC films to hit theaters. We'd love to have you come listen as we have a blast every Tuesday. Check out Dynamic Duel at dynamicduel.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Did you watch the X-Men cartoon as a kid? Did you buy Spider-Man number one the day it came out? Did you collect superhero trading cards and action figures? Then have we got the podcast for you. That's right, it's... Wizards, the podcast guide to comics. The exciting show where Adam, that's me, and Michael, that's me, will take you through the 90s comic book boom through the pages of Wizard Magazine, one issue at a time. We have so much fun reliving that crazy time of chromium covers and speculative comic book buying. Plus, we get to see where this whole hubbub about superhero movies really began. So we invite you to join us every other week on the Retro Network podcast feed. We can't wait to go back in time and uh, flip through those comic books you used to read. So we'll see you then. And until next time, keep your books bagged and boarded. Uh-huh.